Hi guys, good evening. It's your girl Daniela, and this is our official introduction to Nigeria Home Talk. So, Nigeria Home Talk is basically a podcast that we talk about those secrets of our childhood, those things that happened when we were children in our home that we didn't have the chance to talk about or we could not talk about them because of fear of our parents, societal pressure and family shame and all of that. So the podcast is just for those. Let's talk about those things, those hidden secrets, those painful memories we all experience as a child and how to get solution, how to go about it. So let's do this together. Let's bring a change to everybody. Let's touch each life one after the other. So once again, you're welcome to Nigeria Home Talk. Hi guys. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Nigeria Home Talk. It's your girl, Daniela. Uh, today's episode is on children and no retirement plan. And this is a topic that is very sensitive to me because I am also a victim of this. So a friend of mine who happens to be a lawyer by profession wanted to quit his job to go into business and his parents were making a fuss about it. They were angry and were threatening to do things to him, disown him and all. And it really got to me because I can remember when I was in secondary school, my dad said I should read medicine. And because of that, I didn't want to read medicine because I will, I could not even stand the sight of blood. And I was not even up for it. I didn't want to because I wanted to do something that I love. And that brought a strain to my relationship with my father. Over the years, my dad didn't talk to me for years. And even did not pay my first year school fees when I got the admission to study economics. That really got to me because to my dad, it felt like me studying medicine would give him the pride or that baba doctor or mama doctor or something like that. Or they felt if I read medicine, their old age were guaranteed when you're done with medicine, you get a job, a, a job and their old age is guaranteed. And it's wrong because these were the mistakes our parents made that they wanted us to do what they wanted. Not even considering the fact that we were good in something or we had talent for something that now could fetch us a lot of money. I'm not saying that being a doctor or being a lawyer, it's not a good profession or it's not, the, it's not good. I'm just saying that let a child be given the opportunity to pick what he wants to do, what he loves to do. Our parents say that, okay, they sent us to school. They're giving us the best education because when they go old, they are guaranteed that will provide for them. No, we are not a retirement plan. Let us make those mistakes and learn from our mistakes. That's the only way we could be a better person. Not putting us in 
a box or okay this is how we should do it let us do it give us a chance to do what we love so i want to beg every upcoming parent please give your child the opportunity to pick a profession of their choice what they love study that child what does that child love to do what is that child good at not what you want the child to do because you want a guaranteed old age or a baby boy or baby girl old age do you understand so please children are not retirement plan give your child the space to pick a profession of their choice and of their will thank you Hi guys, good morning. Welcome to another episode of Nigeria Home Talk. And it's a girl, Daniela. So today's topic is submission is not slavery. Wow. This is really a big deal for me because over the years I've always struggled with this this particular subject, submission. And I've always had this this urge to talk about it but how this keep my opinion to myself so uh i've heard people say submit um submission submit to your husband submit to your partner be submissive and all of that but i had to really study it my own self to get my own clarification and to know what exactly submission really means and even what the bible says about submission so uh according to the bible wife be submissive to your husband and that came with a clause that people do not get to read further or talk about he said wife be submissive to your husband and husbands love your wife as christ loves the church wow that kind of love it's it's out of this world love your wife as christ loved the church do you know how christ loved the church that is deep because if you love your wife as christ loved the church you will never hurt her you put her before yourself you would love her unconditionally she if she moves you feel it that kind of love that's the kind of love christ has for the church can you love a woman like that i do not have a problem if if I don't know have a problem with submission because I don't know personally I do not believe in equal rights. I'm not a feminist or I do not understand what feminists are dragging about. I understand that yes, the men are the head of the home. I understand that. But me being submissive, how can I be submissive to a man who I do not trust to love me as Christ loves the church? If you can protect me, can love me, I do not have a problem with submission. According to Oxford English Dictionary, submission means total control. Me giving someone total control over my life, that is a huge deal. So before I can give someone that kind of authority over me, I must be double sure that you, ha- you love me, you will protect me, you have my best interest at heart. That way, I can be able to trust you with me. That's me giving you total control 
over me. I can't just give that mantle, that right to anybody. I have to be sure that yes, you can, you can, you can protect me. And I think what most men want to practice is slavery, not submission. Because submission comes with a lot of responsibility. You being, me being submissive to you, you have a lot of responsibilities towards me. So I think what most people try to practice is slavery. They want to just control you, manipulate you. Submission cannot come with manipulation. It cannot. Submission is, it's meant to be earned. You need to earn the right for me to be submissive to you, to have total control. So I feel like everyone should understand the biblical implication of submission or what the Bible was trying to tell us that if you, if wives are to be submissive to husbands, Husbands, love your wife as Christ loves the church. So, I feel like what most people practice is slavery. Because if you love your wife as Christ loves the church, or you love your girlfriend, or your lover, or someone you claim you love, you will never hurt the person. You will never cheat the person. The person's... The person is like a part of you. Can you hurt yourself? So why would you openly hurt a person you claim you love so i feel like what most people want to practice is slavery not submission so submission is not slavery let's understand that submission it's not slavery thank you for joining us thank you for listening and have a wonderful day thank you Good afternoon. Uh, welcome to Nigeria Home Talk. It's your girl Daniela. So today's episode is on effect of verbal abuse on children. You know, growing up, I had friends who their parents used negative words on them, like "you are miserable," "you're lazy," "you can't make it," "why can't you do what other children are doing." They use such strong, abusive words like you're stupid, dumb, things like that. And constantly these children hear these words over and over again. They grow up with that thought in their head that they're not good enough, they're useless or they're not capable. Or they feel like they can make it in life because of those verbal abuse that they grew up listening to or being called over and over again and it really has negative effect even you meet some grown-up people that still have this this chain all over their mindsets like they're not they feel they look down on themselves they feel like they're less of a person this is an effect of verbal abuse on children so I don't know to the upcoming parent try as much as possible 
not to use abusive words on your children even though you want to correct them correct them with love and not abusive words use words of affirmation on them and not abusive verbal abusive word so on today's episode i want every child or every adult who were victims of verbal abuse from their parents or family members to come out and say positive things to themselves look yourself in the mirror and say i am good enough i am worthy i am great i am blessed i am favored because what you say to yourself is who you are thank you for listening god bless Hi guys, good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of Nigeria Home Talk. And it's your girl, Daniela. And here with me is Ufoma. Hi, Ufoma. Hello, how are you? Uh, so today's episode is Siblings Rivalry. So over time, we've come to see that siblings who are arch enemies or hate each other it all started from a point and I believe the parents or our parents are the cause when a parent shows their love or attention to one child over the other or when you scold one more than the other and it begins to add hatred or dislike or enmity and they grow with that and you see siblings fighting for 10, 20 years. They don't get to talk to each other. They don't visit each other. Their children don't mingle with their, with each other because they they have a fight and they can't even remember the cause. So uh, here with me, my homegirl, I just want to talk about it. So what's your take on it? because I've actually experienced this sibling rival firsthand. As she rightly said, it starts with the parents when they are growing up from very, very early stage of the children's life when they are actually growing up. We find out that some parents tend to give one more preferential treatment due to it's good at school. Actually, that academical aspects affects the children a lot like maybe if they have two children of maybe probably just a year or two years age difference you find out that during going to school they'll just be above each other with just one class or two most times a class and you find out the competition between them is always tough because the parents will be like do well at school and at the end of the day when the results come out one is taking first and the other one taking things the comparison start coming in like don't you see your brother is more intelligent than you and you have to do better comparing them with your classmates or children of your friends children the parents friends children so stuff like that it brings this 
low self-esteem to these children and they end up growing up with it and they don't believe in themselves anymore even when they can do something they tend to not want to do it because of what they've heard and it affects them mentally and most times it tends to reduce the courage of the child the how they put it now the it reduces the self-esteem let me just say self-esteem generally of the child and you find that growing up into the society many of them are filled with hatred they're always filled with pain the love between a sibling or the brother the sister reduces and at least to anger and also generally just leads to separation of the siblings so can we see that these are the causes of siblings rivalry this is what happens when parents fail to be parent or parent well so i've also i've had an experience like this my dad preferring my brother over me it really affects it tells on the children if if you're not careful you start to to have this dislike or enmity for your siblings because of the mistake of your parents so i want to encourage everyone the upcoming 21st century parent these are things you should take note of love all your children equally even though you love one more do not show it do not always put it in the other student's face that oh we love a more than b it really affects it's it's a killer it's a deadly disease that you're planting in your family so as so good to have you here for more um uh i'm so happy and do you have any other thing to say okay i like to say something like parents should understand that everybody was born with different destiny yes that's true we are all different the sky is big enough for everyone to fly to for everyone to do what they want to do and succeeding what they want to do i am very sure i talked about this in one of our episodes that parents should give their children the chance to do what they want to do not put them in what they want for the children so thank you for listening to us and stay tuned for another episode thank you bye Hi guys, it's your girl Daniela and welcome to another episode of Nigeria Home Talk. So some days ago, I've been really feeling down, like my energy level was really low and I said to myself, something mm, something triggered it, yes of course, um, my presence or my old job I was really not happy with it and God gave me a new one which I am super grateful but 
the reason for my low energy was the response I got from my dad. Over the years, my father has been, uh, would I say, the typical traditional Nigerian dad. He he doesn't celebrate your victory or does not celebrate your success. Even when I was a child, when I made good grades in school, he will always say, um, social child or his friend's child did better or his um, boss's child did better. Things like that. He doesn't see anything you do as good enough or worthy of any praise or accolade. So it really got to me because this new job was, you could say the dream job, the salary is good, the benefits and all, but it didn't even say congratulations. Oh, it didn't, it really got to me because you know as a girl, your father should be the first person to show you that kind of love that is close to the love of Christ. I know it can't be up to that, but a father figure in, in a child's life should be full of love and all of that. But I didn't get that growing up for my dad. And I was not fortunate enough to have a mother. My mom died at bed, so it really got to me having your only parent to just stand there for you, cheer you up. Be your number one fan always be there for you and not there it's it's really draining i know when i become a parent sincerely i have a thousand and one things or thousand and one ways i will have to be better because i know what it feels like to want to be loved and supported by a father or by your loved ones. You, as old as I am, I, 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 I always feel the need to to want his love, to want his affection, to even have an idea what he feels about me. Does he love me or does he just feel me like, oh, his first mistake in life? It really gets to me. Uh, thank you guys for hearing another episode of Ninja Home Talk. I hope we all get the love of our parents. And if unfortunately you don't have, please give your child the best love and the best you can. Thank you. Hi guys, good morning. Uh, it's your girl, Daniela. Welcome to another episode of Nigerian Home Talk. So, I was telling my friend, um, when Nigerian parents die, if they talk about sex education to their children, because growing up, sex was a word that you can never say it or talk about it. And our parents never gave us that lecture or that sit down let's talk about sex or anything about sex education and these are things that our parents should have done because i don't know for 
breathing best known to them they didn't enlighten us or talk to us about things like this probably if they did uh most of us would have made the mistakes we we made but that's by the way i felt like our parents or nigerian parents will not talk about sex because or sex education because um if it gets religion or they feel like they're um encouraging it which is not so because if sex education you have to talk to your children about protection which is necessary which is important because leave it or take it you t- you teach your children you don't teach them they will see sex is something that would eventually happen young teenagers they would want to try these things they have friends who w- would uh, now be their teacher instead of their parent so i believe that when i become a parent these are things that i would teach my children i would talk to them about it because it's it's needed the home is a foundation of learning it's where you get to learn those things that you probably won't get to learn in school and i don't think in nigeria um sex education is ever a topic because i went to school i was never taught sex education or anything about that which is necessary it is important so if you're out there and you're a young parent i feel this is the time for you to talk about sex education your children will eventually have sex one day so teach them the basics tell them about protection tell, teach them all they need to know equip them let them be informed so thank you for today uh, please subscribe to my podcast and keep listening thank you i love you Mwah.